2: you? Patrick, how are you? You, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm swell. What the hell? Why don't we go down the well and drown ourselves? We gotta drown ourselves. We gotta drown, 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 drown.
1: drown. At least we can come back and haunt people through a videotape.
2: Hell yeah, baby. (laughs) Just like the ring,
1: just like Ringu, oh,
2: Ringu, Cock Ringu, <laughs>
1: Cock Ringu. <laughs> I wonder if that was the porn parody of Ring.
2: I hope they didn't have the little girl. Oh God, <laughs> no! I hope
1: not. No, they'll do what they always do—like just
2: Lolita it up or put Like it how it in. in
1: like the the Flintstones one. They're like, Ah, oh, Pebbles is now eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> why, why not?
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh what, what what's what's going on uh, with the dong? You know. dong.com.
1: Hotdong.com. Hotdong.com. <laughs> That's
2: the only place I go for my pornography. <laughs> pornography. What?
1: Go for tasteful nudes. Tasteful
0: nudes. Yeah,
1: just swirl swirl a little like, you know. A little brandy, wine, and a a little brandy and a snifter and mm. Just look at Hog all day. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, fine Hog, fine Hog. Oh, indeed indeed. Oh, look at that Hog. Quite bulbous, isn't it? Quite right bulbous. Oh, yes. look at, look oh, at the baby arm holding an apple, as they say. Oh, look
2: at the look at the veinage. Tis like <laughs> tis like a Snickers bar.
1: <laughs> Quite the tapestry of veins within that hog, I'd say,
2: yeah. Mm, indeed, indeed. Reminds me of uh, some of the smaller Jackson Pollocks, if you <laughs>
1: will. <Yes. laughs> or the smaller Jackson Pollock, if we're being serious. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he had a pretty big hog. A <laughs> oh, pretty big hog. Yeah,
2: nom, 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 nom,
1: yeah, yes, yes, very big yeah. hog, yes.
2: Uh, which, which artists do we think had the biggest hogs? I think artists in general have big hogs. Bisquat mm, probably had a big yeah. big squat.
1: Yeah, big old squatter.
2: Big old squatter. Squat down on this, mm. baby. It's a big Hmm.
1: <laughs> who else?
2: Um, I think not Andy Warhol. I feel like no, Andy didn't, no. Picasso might have served. Yeah, some I think
1: Picasso. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Salvador Dali, maybe.
1: Yeah, I could see that. He's
2: got some some beady. Yeah, I
1: think he was also married multiple times too. So mm-hmm. that's typically big <laughs> dong behavior. Big dong behavior. <laughs> big dong behavior. <laughs> can't uh, keep it out of anything
2: yeah right salvador doll i can't keep his paintbrush out of uh, <laughs> numerous paintings if you know what i mean yep. <laughs> i mean he painted a lot of
1: he did he did things. also what was um what's her face's husband's name uh um, bjork yes <laughs>
2: No, Bjork's husband is an artist. Or oh, was, really? Was you know. oh, interesting. Well, I, I mean, he was her husband, and they divorced. Mm. I think they were married. I'm not sure. Yeah, they were together knows? for a long time.
1: They're 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 doing weird European shit. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, I would oh, I would do anything to get down with Bjork. You know mm-hmm. she she into some freaky deaky uh, stuff.
1: Excuse me. I think her name is pronounced Bajork. Bjork. <laughs> Bjork. Bjork. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, it's did the, you ever watch Dancer in the Dark? Yeah, it was good.
2: Yeah, it's traumatizing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good, right. but it's like I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I can recognize it's a good film, but like it's.
0: This is not the last song. <laughs> I, I feel like
2: honestly, um, yeah, and the, the the soundtrack to that Selma songs is all by Bjork. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. So. Like I feel like with a lot of Laura Strong, von Trier's films, he made *Dancer in the Dark*. Yeah. Um, I recognize that they're very good films. They're all like three and a half, four, five star films. But with exception to a few of them, I don't like them (laughs) because they make me feel bad about the world and they make me like suspicious of other people and they make me think that everyone is out for themselves and that humanity is not worth saving.
1: Watching, watching Willem Dafoe blow a hot load of uh, blood wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> like no, that was
2: that. That. no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, that
1: that, that was pretty ante- good. Antichrist. I wake
0: exception. up.
2: I wake up tomorrow for Willem Dafoe's fat blood <laughs>
0: Yeah.
2: The rest of that movie, though, I mean, the, most of the movie is pretty dull. Yeah, I watched it recently, and honestly, like three quarters of the film is like.
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh, like the best parts are the fox, and then of the course, yeah. like the 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 blood jerk.
2: Yeah, the blood jerk is pretty. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I, I like. I was not a big fan of of uh, Nymphomaniac.
2: I haven't seen either of those yet. Uh, I've, I've heard mixed things. Like yeah. the stuff I like by him are like Melancholia was a beautiful yeah. film. Yeah. Really well done. And then, um, uh, Dogtown, mm-hmm, I, I thought saw was that one. pretty good. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Mm. stars is a woman who like it's an interesting conceptual film and then it's like done on a sound stage and there's no buildings on it they just have chalk outlines where the buildings are supposed to be Mm. and so it's like constantly a stage of like actors like doing their own things in what's supposed to be their own private space but you can kind of see into it Mm. and so the scenes like can seamlessly switch between these different people because there's no walls between them it's a a very interesting concept and Mm. I, I like I like the film I really like what it does but like the general message is that people are shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the general message of a lot of his films.
1: Yeah, I don't think he likes people. I don't oh, think I think he, he hates I, people. I don't think he likes He's women. He's so nihilistic. He's <laughs> yeah. so
2: misanthropic. Yeah. He's, yeah, uh, pretty, yeah, I think pretty misogynistic. Yeah. But he does have like a very unique vision. I'll give him that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's uh, Willem Dafoe shooting hot ropes of blood.
2: Yeah, well, Willem Dafoe's fake penis because they his penis was too big to be believable for yeah. the film, so they gave him a prosthetic. Yeah, and
1: yeah. they
2: show like penetration and shit in the film. There's some fucking. They do. Yeah, there's some up.
1: penetration in *Nymphomaniac* too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the sex in that is actual or just like or. Um, I mean, I guess they do shoot penetration who knows hmm. <laughs> anything's possible with computers nowadays
2: speaking of penetration today we're going to penetrate into the movie stargate yeah from 1994 hell's yeah and this was uh decided by our patreons or patrons oh, over at patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs that's patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs go sign up you can decide to what we watch each week oh my god we appreciate your support everyone who supports us thank you
1: yeah yeah i'm glad they i, I mean i used to watch this movie non-stop when i was mm-hmm. um younger so i liked. So, I could, like, at first, like, it wasn't on your Plex server, and I was just like, ah, you know what? I've seen this movie so many times I can talk on it, no problem. But then I was yeah. just like, ah, eh, give it a while. and you yeah. put it on there, like, and, immediately.
2: And, you know, it wasn't, like, as big of a thing for me when I was young. I watched it when I was pretty young. Mm-hmm. um What's it rated? PG-13, I think? Yeah. Feels like a PG-13. Yeah, and
1: so yeah was, like, pretty sure, yeah. It, it has, like, <laughs> some sex, but it's, like, of mm-hmm. course, like, you know, very... Yeah.
2: It, it's interesting, like my parents i think almost had like this weird like three-year rule when they like they la- allow me to watch pretty much any pg-13 film when i was 10 mm. and then but they wouldn't allow me to watch like any r-rated film until i was like 14 or 15. Uh,
1: yeah so you didn't have a weird uncle that just showed you like movies you shouldn't have been watching i <laughs> wish age. i wish god no yeah i think i had I had a weird uncle He wasn't an actual blood uncle but mm. just like my dad's best friend who Oh, I like, like that guy. Yeah, he's just like, hey, let's put on some Total Recall. What are you oh, like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, nine years old? That's fine. That's like,
2: <laughs> let's see. The nine divided by three boobs? That's three. That's three boobs. <laughs> this
1: works out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so first boobs I ever saw. 3 boobed girl in uh, the Total about recall. recall,
2: yeah. That's why you can never find a woman <laughs> yeah. that will ever yes. live up to, your, <laughs> to what you need. No. <laughs> um... So, yeah. So, Stargate, movie from 1994, released on October 28th, 1994, right before Halloween. Oh, nice. Interesting release date. Uh, Original version, original runtime is 121 minutes. Hmm. Uh, The extended version is like eight minutes longer, I think. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. Um, This one is uh, directed by Roland Emmerich, who Mm -hmm. is iconic. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. What did he do? He did a ton of fucking shit. So... Uh, Day After Tomorrow, right? He started uh, kind of with... His first big movie was Universal Soldier in 92.
0: Oh, hell yeah. And
2: then he did Stargate. And Mm -hmm. then he did Independence Day. Yeah. Then he did Godzilla. Mm
0: -hmm. Then he
2: did The Patriot with Mel Gibson, not the Steven Seagal one. Yeah. Then he did The Day After Tomorrow... Then 10,000 B.C., which was supposed to be a real fucking stinker.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that one.
2: 2012, which I saw in the theater and was an incredible stinker. Yeah. And then a bunch of shit I haven't seen. He, re-
1: he really did go all out on the, um, on the disaster movies. He did.
2: He really got into disaster films, and that's, like, all he's made since Independence Day, <laughs> basically. Right. Except for The Patriot and mm-hmm.
1: 10,000 B.C. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's also an open, openly gay. Is he? Yeah.
2: Oh. Well, that explains nothing. That
1: explains. Yeah, he is. Yeah.
2: Well, cool. Roland Emmerich. Yeah.
1: Roland Emmerich. Yeah. making oh. some, some, some badass action films. We'd love to hear and that. And some stinker disaster
0: movies. Some
2: real stinkers. Uh, so it was written by Emmerich and co-written by a guy named uh, Dean Devlin. And Dean Devlin has a pretty interesting resume. Uh, he's mostly done stuff with Emmerich. Um, but he's done some other stuff too, uh, including Geostorm, which he,
1: Geostorm!
2: he wrote, directed and produced, um, that
1: movie I've seen twice and I don't remember it.
2: He was the executive producer on who killed the electric car, the documentary, mm. which is pretty cool. The executive producer on eight legged freaks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, independence day, Godzilla stargate. So he's, he's mostly a producer, yeah. uh, but he's directed and written a few things uh, you know, so good for good for him. Good uh, for him. This is a pretty strong script, so I'd say good for both
0: of them.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a movie I used to watch. I had yeah had on VHS, mm-hmm. and I would watch it, rewind it, and watch it again because mm-hmm. I was mentally ill. Hell yeah, you were.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to jump right into this bad boy? Yeah. Okay, so in 1928, we are in Giza, Egypt, and uh, we come upon a professor named Paul Langford and his daughter Catherine, and they discover some capstones uh, engraved with Egyptian hieroglyphs and other markings. And from yeah. the very beginning of this film, like the set pieces are in fucking credible oh yeah they are immersive they bring you into the piece they are vast they look at little fucking details they have so many extras in this film
1: that's why i do like about like a lot of 90s movies is they you know they do use a lot of practical effects mm-hmm. and it does give a sense of like greater scale and yeah just like a an, and, 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 you know, grounding realism absolutely that you don't have with a lot of movies now just cause right. they just rely too heavily on cgi and mm-hmm. there's always that like you know, the, the uncanny valley situation. Yeah, they just
2: the, the, the lack of real gravity. Yeah. Like the situation mm-hmm. cannot have gravity because the objects do not either.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and, and this the, uses a lot of miniatures, and not I wouldn't say like all the miniatures look. You know, a hundred percent great, but it's still, it's—I it's, it's, don't
2: know. They that like, God, the pyramid ones that yeah. they use as like the backdrop set yeah. in some of the stuff. Oh like, yeah, they look fucking good.
1: Oh yeah, but like, yeah. uh it still like gives you a sense that these are real objects that exist right. in a space mm-hmm. instead of just like this thing you feel could just like clip out <laughs> start clipping, <laughs> start clipping through through something you know right so yeah i do like i do love like a lot of 90s movies especially like these yeah early roland american movies mm-hmm. where it, it definitely feels like you're yeah. there
2: yeah um so yeah do you, maybe we should talk about the visual effects real quick uh they yeah. were done by jeff kleiser and kleiser walzak construction companies uh visual effects team and used 40 people uh, to create the entire look of Stargate and all the props and effects. Uh, They used self-written image creation and compositing software as well as commercial data packages to create the Stargate uh, and the morphing helmets worn by Ra and the Horus Guards and the cityscape of Nadaga. Uh, The morphing helmets were not true 3D, but 2D elements. Uh, And the explanation here uh, is from Kleiser, and he says... You shoot the character without the headdress, you shoot the character with a headdress and then you have to go in and create all these little sections that you would then wipe off to reveal it had to match up the two things had to match up. I think the cameras were moving as well mm. so it has some early like digital practical effects like yeah, cross-over sort of stuff. like
1: yeah sort of like mm-hmm. um, like photographic animation yeah it sounds like that they were doing mm-hmm. which is interesting I, was, I always wondered how they do that because I, I was watching again uh, like that, that part always blew my mind when i was a kid mm-hmm. like the little like the things that, cause it looks so cool and it still looks really good mm-hmm. and i was just like oh yeah yeah but yeah it makes sense that it's like an like almost an animation
2: mm-hmm. um so one interesting thing about this is it's one of the first films uh where they used a 3d storyboard Mm. so that roland emmerich could try out different shooting angles before setting settling on one angle Mm. which i think is pretty fucking interesting yeah it's pretty cool
0: yeah Yeah.
2: anyway let's get back to the film so um they discover the capstones with the egyptian hieroglyphs beneath the stones the professor discovers a large metallic ring of unknown origin and purpose Nobody knows what it's used for. Yeah. Underneath it, they find a petrified Egyptian god form that appears to be some kind of fossil or something. Mm-hmm. It looks like the god Ra... Uh-oh. Ra, Ra, Siskoon, um, <laughs> Ra, Ra,
1: Rasputin. <laughs> Ra,
2: Ra, Rasputin. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so, uh, from the beginning, like, this, this film is very fucking well-directed. Yeah. Like, I really appreciate its its immersiveness how smooth and tracking the camera is yeah. uh like honestly like as a technical feat i think this is roland emmerich's best film yeah like which uh, is
1: funny because like reading like some behind the scenes stuff like no one want like the principal cast did not want to work on this movie <laughs> yeah they all thought it was going to be a bad movie but i it's i think it stands up really well. i mean it spawned like an entire stargate franchise yeah it did with like, the same characters and everything yeah yeah wow. so it's just like i feel like this was an overwhelming success
2: yeah i like, mean like it was a success of the box office too i mean yeah. like almost four times its budget which is yeah. pretty fucking good
1: yeah it was completely surprising and also yeah and also like i mean i think we're about to, we're about to talk about it but the music
2: uh, the music is fucking great too. It is
1: fucking phenomenal. It, so
2: it's really strange too because yeah. it was the composer. It's uh, all the music's done by a guy named Dave Arnold, mm-hmm. who has gone on to just do a whole bunch of scores. Uh, actually, you should. Uh, would you mind looking up what he's done? Because I'm gonna. Uh,
1: he did Independence Day. Okay. Because so like uh, this, this because he he was just like he was working at a like, clerk. Yeah, at a, um, uh, at
2: a video store.
1: Yeah, and and uh, uh, and he's just like, and he's like one of those guys, you know. Work at record stores. Mm-hmm. We're just like, you know, I'm working on my own stuff, and you're yeah. just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but he's like working on this. He's fucking working on this fucking. And this this fucking soundtrack slaps so it hard. It It's
2: it it is
1: a. <laughs> it gives a
2: big. <laughs> yeah, it gives like yeah. a big motion picture feel.
1: Yeah, like it's so fucking badass
2: it could have been done by jerry goldsmith i'll be honest yeah yeah it's very big it's very like romantic influenced you Mm -hmm. know very like wagnerian kind of very bombastic and big Mm -hmm. but it fucking rocks i fucking love this
1: yeah and like yeah this this, because of like how much he just like killed this soundtrack yeah he went and did um he did he did both independence day and godzilla with emmerich makes sense
2: makes sense well whose soundtrack slap Soundtrack slap Soundtrack slap. Um, Yeah. So, let's go back to the movie here. So, um, flash forward to 1994, uh, and the credits are now playing. Hey, Stargate. Guess,
0: guess, yeah. I love
1: the, I love the uh, the credits opening credit scene. It's just like the the slow pan across like the this thing. You wonder what it is, and Mm -hmm. it's like Ra's mask.
2: Hell yeah. It's sick. So, from the beginning, we can't... uh, Sorry, no. So, flash forward to 1994, and uh, Catherine invites Egyptologist and linguist Daniel Jackson, PhD, played by James Spader, Mm -hmm. to translate the hieroglyphs.
1: I like how it opens on him. Mm -hmm. Like... It, like you would think that like, he's giving some sort of like white supremacist style like, speech. <laughs> he's like the Egyptians did not create the pyramids. <laughs> like he's doing like the doing like the ancient aliens thing. Yeah, you know, oh, because like you know, white people couldn't build the pyramids. Like mm-hmm. that means no one did. So he's right. So yeah, he's giving like a very like. um poor argument to a group of people and And so
2: everyone leaves like rightfully yeah like they're like man i'm not putting up with this racist shit and they walk
1: walk out but then this uh german woman Mm. who uh doesn't say what she was doing during doing during the (laughs) during (laughs) during the 30s and 40s are your
2: parents argentinian
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. somehow like uh we skip uh, to entirely skip over that period of her life and she is totally without uh without any sort of back history of any kind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she sees some interest in um, James Spader's, you know, um, people of Africa did not build the pyramids, type thing.
2: (laughs) Oh, I like what you're saying, young man. Why don't you tell me more about how those dark people didn't accomplish anything?
1: (laughs) I have a group of people we meet every once in a while, you know, we have a bonfire, why don't you meet with us? Oh, you have to wear white, though. (laughs) You have to wear white, you know, it's a white party. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Do-do-do. Um, so, after the speech, uh, Professor Jackson is picked up in a car with a mysterious woman who offers him a translation job
0: mm-hmm.
2: for the mysterious stones we saw earlier.
1: And he's like, uh, oh, translation job, all right. And he starts to go down in her lap. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, but you, you went, had a single
2: rose. I, I thought that's what you meant.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought that was code word for use my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, you know, you're offering, youngie. <laughs>
2: Uh, so... <laughs> The capstones and uh, mysterious ring are now part of a U.S. Air Force classified project overseen by S- Special Operations Colonel Jack O'Neill, played by none other than Kurt Motherfucking Russell.
1: Than Kurt Motherfucking Russell, and I love, I love how in this scene it's just like he enters and like his wife's fucking pissed, and and he's sitting
2: <laughs> in his kid's room just holding a, gun <laughs> holding a gun and looking at his dead kid's pictures, and
1: like and like the the military guys come in and he hides the gun underneath the pillow, yeah, and then they go. Underneath his
2: dead son's <laughs> pillow,
1: and then they're like, "Man, what happened, to that guy? His son shot himself." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, what are you great doing? Idea, just keep that gun in the house. Yeah, yeah, he's like, "It's the only thing I have to remember him by." Well, he kept his gun under the pillow, so I'm just gonna put it back where I found it. <laughs> so like, oh my god, why would you bring a gun into your kid's bed? Into the kid's bedroom, the kid shot himself. That's so funny. Yeah. Incredible, incredible work. It's
2: amazing. (laughs) It's it is like military guy mindset, though. Yeah,
1: and I kind of feel at this point also it shows him with long hair. I kind of feel like him and James Spader probably wearing the same wig.
2: Yeah, because he gets his hair cut later, and James Spader's hair grows longer. I think,
1: yeah, James, yeah, and I'm pretty sure James james Spader was bald at this point. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows, but
2: Who who knows? Who
1: knows? Who knows? It's a very bad hair. It's a terrible hair. Yeah, so I, I hate his hair throughout this entire thing. He kind of looks like, um, like um, the kid from Jerry Maguire or some shit, or mm. no, the kid from the Sixth, the sixth Sense, yeah. like with his hair just all drooped over his eyes. Oh, I it's terrible. Him. Yeah, it's terrible.
2: But he's a professor, you know. That's yeah, what it, and it does
1: like. make him look very young and goofy. It, it does. Yeah, and I feel like they could have, like, you know, in his character in SG One, you know, mm. they. You know, they we, make
2: him more of a chad they, he is
1: definitely more of a chad he looks yeah. he's more of a handsome dude and mm-hmm. he's
2: and, more it, more a handsome captain and yeah. they
1: don't give him like dipshit hair mm-hmm. oh, <laughs>
0: Definitely not.
2: so um the air force tells jack o'neill played by kurt russell that he's been reactivated and he has to go back to work uh presumably doing air force things yeah like covering up war crimes. At a Colorado military base, uh, Jackson determines that the hieroglyphs refer to a Stargate, which uses constellations as spatial coordinates.
1: This part, like, I always remembered this part very finely in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then re-watching it, though, now, mm-hmm. like, it, it just fe- makes it seem like these scientists are complete morons. Yeah, it does. <laughs> because it's like... And, and it doesn't make sense because James Spader puts it together that the symbols are constellations. Yeah. But the, and so they're like he's cracked the code, he's figured it out, mm-hmm. and then they go into their planning room and they actually see the thing, and they have a constellation star chart already up. Ah!
0: So I didn't I, notice I, that. Yeah. I, was like, yeah.
1: I was just like, then they already kind of comprehend that it's that it's spatial. Yeah, that it's like,
2: it, like well, yeah, because they they get that the Stargate uses. Con- yeah, 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 that's true. He does kind of point it out to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. they don't—they don't, they don't know. They—they're like he's figured out. Yeah, that's he's, true. These I are think... these are constellations, and there's a pretty obvious one, um, mm. uh, Orion. Right, right. Orion is a very, very uh, any—if you ask any like fourth grader, they're gonna fucking point out Orion. Right, like right. any fourth grader knows what Orion is. Like, mm. I, like that was one of my favorite things in elementary school is looking at Orion.
2: Yeah, that's one of the few things I still know about stars. Is yeah, Orion. it's yeah. so easy to spot.
1: Like you can always see it in, in space uh-huh. and. And on the thane is fucking Orion, mm-hmm. and it's just like they didn't figure that out, and it's yeah. just, it's it's very strange.
2: Yeah. Uh, we also get a bit of uh, Richard Kind as Doctor Gary Myers. Yes, we I love, love Richard love, Kind. Great character actor. Yeah. Uh, but he's a very incompetent translator, and <laughs> yeah. fucking uh, Jackson just shits all over his fucking work.
1: Yeah, it does seem like they just they, they, before they got James Spader there, they got the absolute dumbest uh, Egyptologists mm-hmm. and researchers available for this thing yep. before James Spader because everyone is just like he's basically running laps around everyone from day one. Yep. Like he's just like this is the worst translation I've ever seen and then, like he's like uh, actually these are constellations. Oh you see this? this is the seventh symbol right here. Oh my god we're such idiots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like everything was in plain sight for them and they couldn't put it all together it's it's kind of like almost like a fantasy like all people have of like going in and like showing like pointing out very obvious things to very smart people and it's just like it's just like just james Bader's going in like uh duh idiots
2: yeah and you know it is a case of like i think the biggest issue i have with this film honestly is jackson james spader's character Mm -hmm. and what he is and what he represents like Mm -hmm. because let's be honest this is a white savior film yeah a hundred percent a white savior film and he
1: also falls in love with like the only white woman on this planet (laughs) that's very true
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's very true
1: yeah it's just like it is funny like yeah um, yeah it is a white savior film
2: and i think more disappointingly it's like I don't know, almost a retread of a lot of the ideas in um, uh, Beyond Thunderdome,
0: mm. you
2: know, in a way. Or, you know, like any film before that of white man comes and saves the natives by helping them overthrow their violent, more technologi- technologically advanced oppressors.
1: Yeah, there is no Master Blaster in this, unfortunately. No, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Though, like, I guess, like, bec- with the headdresses, they almost look like Master Blaster. Mm-hmm. They adds basically, like... Three feet of height to these guys. It does. They're pretty
2: cool. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. I, I wish I had that so I could be like nine and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
2: so, uh, using Jackson's coordinates, they align the Stargate together. And uh, when everything is locked in, guess what happens? Motherfucking Stargate opens, baby. Stargate opens. Stargate opens. And
1: it also, it's funny that they go like, they that they've only done six mm-hmm. parts before. They never did the seventh, and it's like this. As far as we've taken it before, at, at six. It's like okay, well, you just didn't do any sort of like just randomly choose. Yeah. One like, <laughs> like yeah, it's, I mean, it's, as
2: far as you know, they're fucking rocks. Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But I'm get, I'm assuming that it got to the it, since they ch- did six before, like at that at six, like the whole building was basically vibrating. Mm-hmm. So it's so they've gotten to this point. They know it does something. Mm-hmm. And, but still you just don't by trial and error you just don't like go and do another one mm-hmm. like it just feels like you would you eventually get it by trial and error at some point but mm-hmm. Like even and it's funny because then also yeah, as, as James Vader points out, like the seventh symbol was on the thing the entire time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a very clear like triangle with a circle on top. And yes. everyone's just like, it was there the whole time. <laughs> <And> Richard <laughs> Kind is <laughs> like, oh my god, I didn't even see it there. It's just like, Richard
2: Kind is so dumb in here, but he plays such a good dumb guy. <laughs> he
1: does play a dumb guy. He's mm. he's, he's he's too busy writing the Mentaculous. Mintac- t- like he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's I, I've got to go work on the Mentaculous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh jackson then joins o'neill and his team who's comprised of uh poro riley freeman brown ferretti and kowalski as they pass through the wormhole yeah.
1: um it's got a has got a, everyone from every single sort of uh yeah it was it, w-
2: it was definitely the rainbow crew yeah rainbow uh, crew. They, they got like everyone of every background except any gay people
1: yeah i don't know well,
2: maybe a lesbian
1: maybe ferretti, maybe ferretti. <laughs>
2: french stewart does have some pretty bisexual vibes yeah he's, he he's pretty twinkish she
1: is yeah. like yeah i mean yeah and plus like yeah you're bringing like an italian and a pol- polack with you it's just like <laughs> Ooh.
2: yeah you're asking I'm you're asking, asking for, for pierogies and gnocchi baby
0: <laughs> and gnocchi. yeah
2: um i mean what else we got here so we got Brown, Freeman, and Riley. Uh, Riley, which I assume are going to be Irish, English, English, Irish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Poro probably Spanish, but yeah, Kowalski. We got a. We definitely got a Pollock in the mix yeah. there. Ferretti is definitely going to be an Italian. Yeah. Which is like, although his name is French Stewart, and he's playing an Italian. How do you think the French feel about that? He's not Italian Stewart. I
1: don't think he's French either.
2: Oh no. Yeah i mean i'm not i am british actually yeah oh <laughs> i'm more french than i am british which oh, is that's nice good, that's that, good, that that's is good, good. yeah <laughs>
1: that's the only reason you're still standing right now
2: i barely got my back's out dog <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking fucked um so uh the team goes through uh, the wormhole and it's not a great effect it's it's pretty dated. No. It's you know, very nineteen ninety four effects.
1: Oh, I mean, like but also in nineteen ninety four weren't we didn't wasn't DS9 currently. <laughs> <playing> That's
2: true, <laughs> and, and the effects weren't great.
1: And we had we had wormholes. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. It was okay. So uh the team emerges inside a pyramid on the arid desert planet of Abydos
1: which is never actually said in the in the in this it's movie. not interesting yeah. okay yeah, that was that yeah that's something that was revealed like afterwards because yeah. yeah they never say the name of the planet
2: that's weird because they name all of the minor characters <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah I know <laughs>
2: I don't care about any of their names
1: I know yeah when you're when you were like listing off the guys who go through the stargate you' are like who who yeah who? like only like two I remember the, French Stewart yeah only oh. two of those guys are really like um, worth anything because everyone else is like you need red shirts baby you need red shirts yeah Mm -hmm.
2: so um jackson attempts to locate the symbols required to return through the stargate uh but fails to because he thought they'd be right there (laughs) yeah
0: which which
1: hmm. is funny because he's also like he that's how he's just like they're like this, this mission's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, um, for, and uh, Jackson's just like, you just need to have the symbols on the other side. I can do that for you. I can translate <laughs> those symbols. And you're like, okay, so he's gonna do something. And then they get over there, and he finds out it's not so easy that the symbols are just gonna be right there glued to it. Yeah. And then he has to actually do work. Mm. And then people rightfully get mad at him.
2: And I, I like this writing here because this is, like, realistic. Like, yeah, yeah, some guy thinks he knows everything, yeah. and he's wrong, and, like, then everyone's fucked.
1: Yeah, because he makes it seem like he, he gives this air of co- – such air of confidence and expertise that he's mm-hmm. going to translate the symbols. But really, we don't need him to translate the symbols. No. We just need to see what the symbols are. And if he thought it was just going to be on a, on a relief on a tablet mm-hmm. right next to the fucking Stargate – then it's just like, okay, it, they could have figured that out. Yeah, They didn't need him at all. And then he gets there and he's just like, well, we're fucked. Oopsie <laughs> doopsie. Yeah, and then, yeah, Freddy, rightfully, he's like... You know, Freddy's pissed. Yeah, he's just like, what do you mean? You can't get us back, you stupid motherfucker. And throws his shit everywhere. It's great.
2: I'd like to believe this is a prequel film to... Um, <laughs> to uh to third rock from the sun oh yeah yeah and like he just he stays he stays behind with everyone yeah. um and yeah and then
1: that's when he gets hit in the head and then he goes like incoming message from the big giant head <laughs> and it's william shatner it's william shatner Freaking,
2: yeah yeah the, yeah the, that looped right back around in a star trek baby
1: <laughs> yeah i mean stargate star trek yeah big third giant rock head. from the sun
2: i mean this whole Podcast but, is about big giant head. Yeah, no matter what the context. So.
1: Yeah, if and if people don't know what Third Rock from the Sun is, it's like a show starring Fred Stewart, right? Um, and John Lithgow, mm-hmm. and uh, what's the kid's name?
2: Joseph
0: Gordon-Levitt.
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and also that one woman, Catherine catherine something something and she's very good but they're all aliens the, and human yeah. bodies and their boss is played by william i mean Shatter. if you don't
2: know that program that's wild because like it swept the comedy emmys for like five years in a row yeah in like but, the you know, 90s and 2000s yeah but like it was like up there as like like a contender with seinfeld
1: you could go they had an episode that had uh that was 3d and you had to go to 7-eleven to get special 3d glasses to watch the episode god
2: that we don't
1: do shit like that anymore. We used to be a proper country. Yeah, we did. <laughs> this is this is all pre nine eleven too. So mm. look look how much we've lost. Yep. How much culture is gone? Look what they took from us. Look what they took from us.
2: So O'Neill orders his men to set up and women to set up camp, and everyone is just fucking pissed at Jackson. Jackson wanders off and sees a large animal, like kind of a fucked up camel, camel with a harness. Uh, and he's like, oh, it's domesticated. And it drags him off uh, when he approaches to investigate it.
1: Which is its funny. Apparently, that was like a Clydesdale horse. They just put some shit oh, on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Which is like, it's like that poor horse could not pro- see shit with that fucking mask on it. head. That's probably
2: why he's just running around blindly. <laughs> yeah. So um, Neil and a couple of the others chase after and discover a tribe of humans working to mine a strange mineral. Mm-hmm uh their leader is played by Eric Avari who appeared in Star Trek 3 times oh. as uh, Baijink in the Star Trek Next Generation 5th season episode Unification 1 mm. uh Yarka in the Star Trek DS9 3rd season episode Destiny and Jamin in the Star Trek Enterprise 1st season episode Terra Nova
0: Yep
2: So uh O'Neill radios the others to secure the base camp Following them back to their city, Jackson realizes that the people speak a variant of ancient Egyptian, and he's able to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. He learns that the people see him and his comrades as emissaries of their god, Ra, due to an amulet given to him by
1: Catherine by the mayor may not been a nazi yeah yeah by the ol- old girl old girl the old girl, the old girl. who uh, who came to this country with this little known program called operation paperclip <laughs> <laughs> that's how she started working with the sciences you see oh my god she's working with the sciences
2: yeah she's fucking been paper clipped oh it? my
1: god she was paper clipped uh-huh. oh shit
2: Right? Because the movie starts out in 28 and she's a kid, right? She's totally old enough to be... Oh, yeah.
1: She could have been a scientist age by uh, by 1945. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, geez. We got our... oh Yeah, she's like, she's like, what, 12 years old or something in, something like in, in that. the flashback? So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That track, she was... Uh, yeah, that's a Nazi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A German citizen. Of note, Of note... Uh, who
2: has an, a, a 1930s to 40s German citizen <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what I mean You know what I mean Oh she was so good at the sciences We decided to bring her over
2: <laughs> <laughs> So the tribe's uh, Chieftain Kassif, the guy who was in Star Trek Three times, uh, presents Jackson With his daughter Sha'uri As a gift Woof. Although Jackson initially refuses her because he doesn't want to take any pussy as a gift, he do be wanting that ancient alien pussy. Yeah, <laughs> he do be wanting that ancient alien And,
1: Ussie. and by alien, alien Ussie, you mean the gift of language. The
2: gift of language. Yes. Translation, if you will. Translation. Yeah, the tongue stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, Translation job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, O'Neill befriends Kasuf's teenage son, Shakara, and his friends. Or, Skara, and his friends. Mm-hmm. That night, Ra's ship lands atop the pyramid structure, and uh, Ra's soldiers capture Ferretti and Freeman while killing two of the others, whose yep. names I don't remember. I think... Uh it must have been I don't know Riley and someone else, maybe Poro. Yeah, by process
1: of elimination <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, so uh, through hitting markings and discussions with the tribe, Jackson eventually learns that Ra is an alien being who came to earth during the ancient Egyptian period to possess human bodies to extend his own life. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Matrix.
0: Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. We didn't mention the shot in the beginning where it shows them landing.
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah. They do show a brief shot of that. Yeah,
1: yeah. And with uh with uh Jay Davidson. Yeah. Um, who is really only unknown for one other movie, the Crying Game.
2: Really? Okay. You never saw the Crying Game? No, no. Ooh. I make references to it all the time, but
1: Oh, yeah. Uh uh Jay Davidson is Dill, mm-hmm. the the person central to the whole controversy behind the crying game if you haven't seen the crying game go watch the crying game okay um yeah like uh um jay davidson only done that retired actually after this film <laughs> like retired from acting because like acting was they so, should
2: have called this the crying gate <laughs> the,
1: cry- <laughs> the crying gate But what did i like about this though is i guess jay davidson refused to take out their um nipple rings Oh,
2: not, oh okay. So those were like authentic nipple rings. That Yeah, rocks.
1: like and they and like they found ways to cover them to shoot around mm-hmm. the nipple Ooh. rings. No,
2: raw would have totally had nipple rings. Yeah,
1: and like there was like in that scene at the beginning when they first suck mm-hmm. up um uh, uh Jay Davidson's human body, mm-hmm. you know, which is like just a young boy. Right. Um they had to paint over. Mhm. Uh, jay's nipples that sucks to, to hide the nipple rings because jay refused to remove that
2: them rules you know <laughs> yeah. shout out to jay david's that fucking wrong
1: it's funny because like i read that before i started watching the star watching it again and i was to- and i was the entire time i was trying to look for the nipples mm-hmm. and i noticed and i noticed when the dad showed his chest like it was like oh painted over wild yeah
2: So they further explain that Ra enslaved all the humans and used the Stargate to bring some of them to uh, Abydos to mine the mineral that is used in his alien technology. Humans on Earth revolted, overthrew Ra's overseers, and buried the Stargate to prevent its use. Um, Jackson comes across a cartouche containing six of the seven symbols for the Stargate to reopen, but the seventh has been broken off and worn away. Hmm. do they even have a way back
1: Uh oh oh well, well maybe uh they should just look at the damn thing <laughs> like, no. they do, like it doesn't there's no um, there's no scenes of jackson actually inspecting the stargate on that side
2: not really i mean i mean we assume that they've been very thorough with the stargate but
1: you, you, you would think but there's nothing that no visual storytelling to really mm-hmm. show that he does yeah. And it's just like, because I think if you did, like, you could easily figure out what the home symbol is, mm-hmm. because that's supposed to be the symbol for this planet. Yeah, no. And it's like, okay, well, you know, Earth is like the triangle with the one circle. Okay. Sure. You know, the planet with one moon. Mm-hmm. What do you think this one's gonna be? Yeah, it's got
2: it's got two <laughs> moons. Maybe
1: it's yeah. So it's got three moons. Oh, it's three moons. Yeah. 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 So oh. you know, I'm gonna guess it's the thing with three moons. Like right, I, you yeah. know, I'm just you know, I'm not an Egyptologist or anything, but no, you know, I'm just I'm just a layman. You know, so right. Um, yeah, I'm basically Richard Kind's character, so i be like, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I did a translation with Google Translate. <laughs> I, <thought it> was- <laughs> I use Babelfish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Ugh.
2: Um, so, next we have uh, Jackson, O'Neill, and a couple of O'Neill's men uh, returning to the pyramid. And there's a firefight against Ra's soldiers. This is kind of a little overlong. Uh, yeah. And we have uh, Kowalski gets injured, and I guess Brown is killed. Mm-hmm. So, they've lost most of the henchmen so far. Yes. And we still have the two of them captured. So Jackson and O'Neill are captured and brought before Raw and his guards, who are revealed to be humanoids Uh-oh. W- when they retract their armored headpieces. And this reveal is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it is. Like this re- looks really cool. Uh, the visual effects, mm-hmm. which I guess were a combination of uh, practical and digital, it mm-hmm. looks really fucking good. Still. Yeah, yeah, it holds up. Um. So eventually, a firefight ensues, and uh, Jackson is killed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: O'Neill is incapable. Are incapacitated and is incarcerated with the others.
1: Yeah, and there's that scene where he tries to shoot Raw, but he's surrounded by nude children. Yes, <laughs>
2: very salo. Yeah,
1: very salo. And I, I do like this. I do like this introduction of, of Raw, where mm-hmm. it's just like, and I, and I do like how they they kind of like, established that. I mean, it is pretty, you know pretty racist in a way it's just like that egypt egyptian culture was just it's just like a bastardization of this of this alien art aesthetic Mm -hmm. basically like like it's just like you know have the sarcophagus that's you know
2: it's some real ancient alien shit it's It's ancient alien it's oh no brown people didn't like build (laughs) this expansive beautiful culture on their own yeah it's just like definitely alien it
1: was totally it was totally just like yeah this alien co-opted
2: from a technologically superior oppressor
1: gee (laughs) gee i wonder where that narrative has come from before yeah but i i do wonder if like you know that the since the heads you know and that's how they got the 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 myths for you know horus and anubis Mm -hmm. because like they're they're um they're warrior you know the the little warrior head things that they have that retract mm-hmm. resemble like a jackal and a and a um and a dog. an owl oh. and uh uh oh, yeah. the horse yeah Horus is an owl mm. like um and so i wonder if like was that this also that was that established because those things were on earth and they made those things similar to or that was already like alien culture that- yeah
2: yeah did aliens bring the jackal and the owl <laughs> mm. yeah is that the question
1: that is the question. Mm. In which
2: case makes me wonder, why does Drake use the owl as his symbol? What does he know? Drake does. Drake does. Oh, I didn't know that. Ovo, his brand, that's that used as a symbol as an owl. Mm. Yeah. What does Drake know?
0: What does he know? What, what do you know, know Drake?
1: <laughs> what do you know about the ancient aliens, Drake? <laughs> He's got a lot to answer for. Yeah, he does
2: plus uh, grooming children yeah. um, so just like raw uh jackson's dead but but we mm-hmm. can't have a dead james spader he doesn't die no. in movies
1: that would be pretty awesome if he just did die at this yeah point. If they
2: just like fucking murked the main character and they're the just end.
1: like oh these are the symbols we figured it out we <laughs> yeah. didn't need him at all <laughs> the military
2: just figures it out yeah like the military would figure anything out on their own <laughs>
1: yeah but i was like wait a minute three moons triangle that's this That's this place. <laughs> I figured it out. Oh my god.
2: So, uh, Ra now places Jackson's body in a sarcophagus device that regenerates him. It's kind of a Borg chamber kind yes. of thing. Yes. Um, Ra tells Jackson that he has found a nuclear bomb O'Neill secretly brought and has used his own technology to increase its power a hundredfold. Yeah. Threatening to send it back to earth through the stargate which yeah. would be fucking sick actually that yeah. would have been a great ending to the movie
1: <laughs> that would have been pretty awesome yeah yeah it's, it's with this material he forces these people to mine and the entire time i'm thinking like okay like like the reason he has these people on this planet is to mine this resource for him mm-hmm. but he doesn't give them any technolo- technology higher than just like Pu- lever, you know, pulleys and levers mm. and like pickaxes right so he, he's extracting this very valuable material because like they say like this material is essential to all of raw's um technology. technology
2: yeah yeah so it, it's you, basically like uh gasoline or fucking batteries
1: yeah and i mean i guess i know what they wanted to do they wanted to show like that these people are still like enslaved the same way they were to pharaohs you know you know thousands of years ago right right. but it's but it doesn't make sense from a practical standpoint that you have this you have the technology to help them extract this um material that you rely on much Mm. more efficiently and faster than they're doing currently with just pure slave labor
2: right right they could just use their technology (laughs) to extract this yeah instead of using slave labor but i mean The cruelty's the point. The cruelty's the point. And I I love the message in this movie that the U.S. military will sooner fucking go to, like, a fucking alternate planet Mm -hmm. to stop, uh, you know, like, uh, slave labor than the fucking Congo.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, that's also very unrealistic that they'll, that they go to a planet rich in natural resources. Mm Mm-hmm with 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 a with a um, and they
2: don't bring the military back
1: <laughs> they don't, yeah uh-huh. and, they, and also they they're just like well we have to stop going to this planet they're no they're really like yeah the uh locals are not armed uh <laughs> they're, they're not like uh <laughs> like uh we can take care of them uh let's send over some you know f-15s let's send over some <laughs>
2: let's export some democracy well,
1: it's time to export some motherfucking democracy <laughs> yeah exactly they'd just be there they'd be there they'd take out raw and then just be like They'd be like, oh, thank you, Americans, you have freed us. (laughs) And it's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think you might want to get right back into those fucking minds. <laughs> I think your worked they just increased by two hours. <laughs> now dig. Yeah, it's this, like, very unrealistic depiction of the U.S. military.
2: Yeah, especially in the mid-90s. This, this was made in 1990 fucking four. Yeah. Like, yeah, peacetime military, but, like, you know, we're still, like, two years out from fucking Desert Storm. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, like, they're already, like, you know... um, they're like they're writing up the plans for 9 right, 11 right now. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> fucking Cheney and Osama bin Laden are <laughs> yeah, sitting in a yeah. fucking room somewhere, fucking going over details. Yeah, this it's like
1: it's like the NWA movie where it shows them like. Like shows Snoop Dogg writing, you know, and Snoop Dogg and Dre writing music, and it's but it's actually just like Cheney and Bin Laden, (laughs) just like by a piano, just like just like cooking, just like just like nine eleven, motherfucker. We're figuring it out, man.
2: I know they motherfucking cooking.
1: (laughs) I know they're cooking in there. Oh man,
0: (laughs)
2: why do these two look like they're about to drop the hottest terrorist attack (laughs) of the year? (laughs) So, um raw orders the human tribe to watch as he prepares to force jackson to execute the others to demonstrate his power and he gives him this cool like electric rod thing
1: yeah that thing's awesome
2: yeah it's a really cool weapon uh it's a good use of like prop design with Mm -hmm. like decent cgi yeah it, it's yeah, not like too it, much it's,
1: it's a very memorable weapon like mm-hmm. it's it's you know we do get to see it used a lot in sg1 you mm-hmm. know and stuff like that and, and this
2: also came with like all of the stargate toys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like like i had a couple of the stargate toys and oh, this definitely of, yeah. came with all of them
1: that's sick as fuck yeah, yeah yeah Yeah, like it yeah it's a very cool weapon um yeah it's up it's up there in cool sci-fi weapons i think
2: absolutely i mean it's not it's no batleth it's it's no still, bat left. No, no lightsaber. But it is still pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely top fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe top twenty. Yeah, maybe top twenty.
2: Maybe top twenty. Um, so, uh, Gara from the tribe, the the guy's son uh, and his friends create a diversion that allows Jackson O'Neill, uh, Ferretti, and the other one who was injured, Kowalski, I think. To escape, mm-hmm. so French Stewart is free. Uh, no, <laughs> he's, yeah. free. he's free. free. He's free. He's free. French f-
1: Stewart alert! French Stewart alert!
2: But then Freeman is killed. So, yeah, so many deaths. So many red shirts. So, so, so many.
1: many. So many needless deaths.
2: Uh, so they flee to the nearby caves to hide from Raw. Uh, Scara and his friends celebrate, and Scara draws a sign of victory on a wall, which Jackson recognizes as the final symbol mm-hmm. in the Stargate, the seventh symbol. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait a minute. 3 plant, 3 moons. Oh
2: fuck, that's oh, right. God, it's so easy.
1: <laughs> I know it. It is really easy. Like he like Jackson, it's hard to really think that Jackson is actually as smart as he says he is. Mm-hmm. When he just keeps like just doing like he's like doing slam dunks on one of those little child uh, ch- child basketball hoops. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like one that he's already standing like two feet above. Yeah, and he's, and he's, he's just he's like doing
2: it to a child too. Yeah, and he's just doing windmill over and over. <laughs> yeah,
1: windmill windmill dunks in it, and it's just like he's like I'm I'm fucking killing it, I'm fucking <laughs> killing it,
2: <laughs>
0: unstoppable, I'm fucking unstoppable, goddamn it. Ugh.
2: Uh, so O'Neill and his remaining men aid Scara in overthrowing the remaining overseers. And then they launch an attack on raw. And this is a pretty cool fight here. Mm-hmm. Um, raw sends out a bunch of fighter ships against the humans while he orders his ship to depart. And his ship is the pyramid. Yeah. It's a giant pyramid. It's pretty fucking sick. Uh, the humans outside run out of ammunition and are forced to surrender to the fighter ships, pilots, But the rest of the tribe seeing that their false gods are actually human rebel against the guards and overthrow them
1: Mm -hmm. also like yeah we get to we see like um the one kid's friend die the one with the unibrow who's big doofus Mm -hmm. we see him get blown up yeah it's kind of sad
2: yeah it is sad Yep, Shari's killed, but Jackson takes her body and sneaks aboard's raw ship using a teleportation system. So the love interest killed.
1: Yeah, this is is also just showing that Jackson is an idiot Mm -hmm. because, like, uh, Kurt Russell's just like, All right, Jackson, we got seven minutes. Can you translate this in time? And Mm. then he's just like, actually, I'm just going to go up to the uh, sarcophagus. So sorry.
2: I got to bring back my girlfriend and then we can die together.
1: Yeah. Which, you know, uh, we really haven't worked out whether or not this is entirely consensual relationship. She was was gifted to him. She was gifted to me. And at first (laughs) he's like,
2: no, this isn't cool. And then later he's like. But maybe.
1: Yeah, it's like, but then again you I know. think it's love now. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's really just Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. She's like gotten used to him and she's like
1: At yeah. least he doesn't <clears throat>
2: hit me. Like, they
1: establish they establish in, in their culture, like like he if he rejects her she's kind of considered like a pariah a pariah so yeah. it's just like he's like well i guess i have to have sex with you
2: now Yes. like in <laughs> our culture if a man rejects uh, the the bride as a gift yeah. we call her stank pussy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well but he's so in love with his you know you know possible like you know uh possibly consensual <laughs> relationship. possibly consensual relationship yeah mm. so even though they're a nuclear bomb that's been augmented to be a hundred times, times
2: more powerful
1: which is also insane because he's he knows at this point it has like it's been it's been the power has been multiplied by a hundred mm-hmm. and he and he's become friends with these people Mm. These people are all going to die if he detonates this thing. Yeah. Not just him because mm-hmm. it makes because it's constantly selling it as like this is like a noble sacrifice by kurt russell mm-hmm. but that 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 thing's already set to explode and destroy the world mm-hmm. it's just going to destroy this one and everyone on this planet pretty cool <laughs> then like, pretty but cool he, then. but he's just like he's just like trying to save james spader for some reason. weird
2: it's almost like he's just like a white savior <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah and then it doesn't see and james spader never doesn't seem to stop him at any point no James Spader is just like you know yep you gotta do what you gotta do and at no point he's just like no you're going to kill the people here as well don't do that Kurt mm-hmm. Russell and he's just like oh well
2: yep <laughs> um so Jackson places Saori in the oh so uh sorry yeah he places her in the regenerate uh, regeneration <laughs> regeneration sarcophagus <laughs> and she recovers Which is
1: like, he also doesn't know how long it takes. Mm -hmm. Like, Ross says, it's like, one reason I have chosen your people is your bodies are very easy to heal. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, well, also, you did, like, James Spader, you don't know how long you spent in this sarcophagus. Yeah. It could have been like hours, it could have been days. And you know, you have seven minutes Mm -hmm. to put her in this thing and make it back down like is she going to be done in seven minutes like you have no idea james spader
2: so yeah i mean he was he was in it before so he kind of i guess knows how long it takes but he was dead uh, he doesn't know that's true he doesn't he,
1: know. He, 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 like he, he regained consciousness when it was done that's you know? true yeah yes
2: <laughs> i guess you don't have a really good sense of time when you're dead do you? <laughs> No. good point great point thank you i didn't think about that one all the way through uh so uh where are we? Okay, so Jackson places Shuri in the device and she recovers, but Ra discovers them and attempts to kill Jackson. Meanwhile, with O'Neill, he activates the teleportation system, killing Anubis and allowing Jackson and Shari to escape the ship. And O'Neill here uh, has an awesome line and he says, uh, Say hi to King Tut for me, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I it's just, like my favorite line in the entire that film fucking
1: line ripped it, and then he causes yeah. a transporter accident yeah
2: it's <laughs> like, so like a
1: terrifying sick. transporter accident
2: yeah um
1: say hi to king tut for me asshole i'm gonna say that to somebody just on
2: the
1: <laughs> 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 say hi to king tut for me asshole. Say
2: it, oh you can only say it to a white man <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah of course
2: yeah. but then he's just gonna be like what well, i'm egyptian like <laughs> like R- Rami Malek.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am Rami Malik. <laughs> I uh. am terribly sorry for my mistake
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so O'Neil and Jackson now teleport the bomb to Ra's ship uh, to try to kill him um, and uh, the bomb goes off O'Neill and Jackson escape the ship and the bomb blows up killing Ra with the humans freed uh, the remaining team uh, who's alive which is O'Neil Kowalski and Ferretti mm-hmm uh re- fucking french stewart survived baby. yeah we, we got the
1: we, they saved the italian and the Pollock of all people
0: <laughs>
2: mm, bad call <laughs>
1: bad call uh
2: they all return to earth while jackson chooses to stay behind with shaori and the others mm-hmm. uh, boom the end
1: bada bing bada boom which is like funny because like also during this like you know james spader had his bride mm-hmm. you know his like his uh his bride against her will. Right. Um,
2: arranged marriage.
1: Arranged marriage. And um, and O'Neill had his relationship with the with the dopey kid. Right. And, you know, it's kind of his... What
2: kind of relationship do you think that was?
1: Well, I think it, it was him... Do you think it was predatory? Predatory. It was him filling the role oh it was him filling something all right (laughs) of his dead son (laughs) like it was him like which is which is like which is yeah he's like stay away from guns now stay away from guns yeah there's that the whole thing like where he's just like get those guns out of your hands yeah but like i don't know i was kind of expecting the kid to go back with kurt russell
2: yeah i was expecting that a little too but he still had like a family there right yeah
1: he had his family so yeah but they still got the stargate they can visit anytime
2: Anytime. (laughs) I hope not. We're just gonna keep that open. We're just gonna gonna keep that open there.
1: And I do like how their argument to bringing these people here because, like, at one point, they're like, you know, we need to bring everybody back with us. Yeah. And then Kowalski says, like, and where are we gonna put them? and it's like just saying like oh no we can't have this level of Ill- illegal immigration or something yeah, right? it's just like no okay a, yeah so you're not gonna bring you're not gonna bring these people who live on a in fucking a, desert planet in a desert planet with no resources except this it's also like it's insane because like they ha- they're like they're sitting on this like you know this ve- this resource that's only being accessed by americans through the stargate mm-hmm. you know that's something that's probably way more valuable than oil right and they're not there's gonna be like well have fun yeah <laughs> america
2: like, would never do america that america
1: would never 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 like even like if if, even if they thought there was going to be a threat on this side they would just be like hold the phone are you saying rare mineral? <laughs> yeah. Know? But yeah, it is it is funny like they
2: Well, the desert tribe is a threat. They uh yeah. they they did a terrorist attack.
1: Uh-oh. They 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 uh, did you see did you see that? They're denying women rights. We yeah, got to go, right. we got to go give them some freedom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they don't do two things. They don't yeah, they don't offer to bring these people back to earth mm-hmm. because they are realistically from Earth originally, anyway. Right,
2: right, or their ancestors were.
1: Yeah, and two, the Americans don't see the value in this highly valuable mineral that only exists on this planet. And
2: also, it's kind of strange to me that, like, I mean, maybe it makes sense because they're so mineral depleted and they don't, like, have many resources or anything, but, like, these humans have presumably been here since ancient Egypt, so, like, 3,000 years. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And they're still just, like, a very small tribe of people.
1: Yeah, you think, like, they would... I mean that could be part of just like the fact um that they don't
2: have many resources and they're controlled any, by a violent oppressive yeah, yeah like
1: he could just be killing them off but and,
2: but wouldn't he want more slaves yeah that's the reason you buy you bought slaves in the days to like, yeah. breed slaves or make new slaves
1: yeah it would, wouldn't make sense they that that they didn't have more of a population But but yeah it could be like the fact that resources are so scarce because mm-hmm. yeah they it only seemed like there was like a hundred thousand people at most
2: oh way less than that i think yeah. i mean their standing army was like a thousand mm. which is if that's like oh, all yeah. of all of the like, like young men mm. then maybe like five thousand people or something mm. like it can't be that big
1: Yeah, that's true
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so why not bring them back to earth <laughs> but mm. yeah i guess is the point but I mean, there could be. I mean, we're only seeing one part of this planet, so it's just like there could be. Like, yeah,
2: this could just be the Egypt part of the planet. Yeah, the And Egypt there could part, be yeah. on the other side of the Mediterranean. Yeah. Uh, the uh, oh, Greek part of the planet. <laughs> oh God. No, oh, it's. Oh yes, we uh, we also have an ancient civilization <laughs> yeah. that influenced the Greeks, and it's just a
0: bunch
1: of <laughs> aliens touching little children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they,
1: just have, they're just, they just have really long fingers <laughs> <laughs> we've developed it for the bottles <laughs> and they're covered in hair <laughs> we're the kid touchers <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what they should have made Stargate sequels where they just go like every fucking ancient civilization was built by like aliens <laughs> yeah. but a different type of funny alien <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I think in the, yeah, in SG one they just have like yeah, like Ra's race the Gwald, Gwald or wherever they're called. Mm-hmm. Gwald. No. Gwald. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this it, this movie was fun, but yeah, just seen some things that but going rewatching it now it's just like picked up on things i never picked up on before right right it's and i watch this movie like i some i think there i think i watch this movie three times once in one day holy shit yeah yeah i, mean, I it's, was sick it's an, it,
2: you, i mean you still are um yes, I am. <laughs> it's an entertaining film i don't know if i'd call it a good film
1: yeah it's I mean, like I, 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 it is very entertaining i, I like it i uh, like especially like when the soundtrack kicks in at those really pivotal moments like yeah. you're just like fuck you yeah
2: yeah, yeah. The, the the music the production all of that is really good ultimately where where it really falls apart for me is the fact that it's like very white
1: savior yeah it's, yeah absolutely it,
2: it's very like yeah like white man comes in from nowhere doesn't know a culture but gets to know it quickly saves the day and decides to stay with that culture which is a thousand films before it And, you know, Avatar is kind of that same film, too. But Avatar, I think at least like what
1: is James Spader going to add to their culture?
2: great besides
1: his dna <laughs> you know it's just like
2: he's gonna yeah teach him english yeah great they certainly need that Mm-mm. well
1: they they will when you know the eventual american takeover of their of their oh, planet absolutely like, they're, they're gonna just, need
2: to know what their masters are yelling at them yeah
1: this is this is just the begin this is like basically like the prequel to avatar <laughs> yeah
2: yeah you're <laughs> yeah. not wrong yeah
1: yeah just like oh you guys got unobtanium, huh well mm. right. Well, these people are going to come in, teach you guys English, and then Mm -hmm. we're going to send these other guys in, and we're going to violently uh, oppress you and take your stuff. Damn. Yeah, it's like, because really, he's not going to make them have, like, because really, like, if, like, what they're sitting on, they could easily make their own own e- economy mm-hmm. you know and sell that back to america but yeah it's just like i they, mean
2: they're america gonna, could even figure
1: out how to use it like we yeah. don't know exactly what it is yeah i'm guessing they like enough alien technology <laughs> probably exists on the planet that's left over from them me
2: maybe, uh, maybe, i mean yeah i guess so maybe, maybe like
1: go work backwards with it
2: yeah uh maybe they could but at the same time like What if it's a resource that's like just fucking like ice or something like something (laughs) everything runs on like yeah just water or something and it's it's hard to find but there's like an ice mine or something. Mm. You know we don't know what the thing is and if like it is applicable to our you know our solar system even.
1: I mean Ra was able to build spaceship. He had some sort of game like Go. He's also like there I he was playing Go in this as well. No, oh, he was,
2: like in the, the yeah. episode of Star Trek we recently yeah. watched.
1: Again uh, against a child with dog hair. Yeah. <laughs> like it's basically like uh Tim Tim Robinson's uh one that one Robinson sketch mm. where he's like, oh, I think you should leave um, where he gets the dog hair yeah he's yeah. Just like give me this haircut and he's just <laughs> he's like gives dog. him big dog dog ears <laughs> <laughs> and so that kid basically had those dog ears yeah that's Got cool that,
0: yeah
2: yeah um uh, yeah you know pretty pretty all right film um yeah. entertaining it's honestly like kind of a film i'd recommend to put on in the background it's mm. not a film i'd recommend spending two hours on to be honest
0: yeah it's
2: there. fine was it two
1: hour movie yeah i think it's so. a two hour movie yeah yeah yeah, it was good I, I I have fond memories of watching this yeah know. I don't
2: have as much nostalgia for it I watched it once or twice when I was young but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't watched it in a long time and coming back to it now like having like very different politics and stuff I'm like yeah yeah it's it's okay like it, it is just as entertaining as it was and I will give it like just based on the entertainment factor alone like a three star yeah but then like the messaging of the film the politics of the film, uh, either are non-existent or clumsy. Yeah. And yeah, Roland Emmerich. I don't. I don't know what he was trying to say with this film. Mm. If anything, and if he was trying to say something, I think it was dumb.
1: That's true. Did you read about how like um, uh, a guy says um, they stole his script?
2: Yeah. A high school teacher wrote a yeah. book or something called like Egypt. something Egypt source or egypt yeah. or something back in the day and uh, I, mean, I guess
1: he even submitted it to the movie studio yeah
2: back in like the 80s
1: yeah but then they use some defense like oh well roland emmerich and um the other guy mm-hmm. they didn't dean meet. davis or whatever. yeah they didn't know they didn't meet yet but it's, it's like still like how that stuff works dean like David. like you submit something to a movie studio it's just going to like it's just going to be in some producer's hands. <laughs> right. And it, it and might get shared around. Yeah. Yes. It, it'll probably get shared around. You know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's how like a lot of like stuff from Alejandro Yardewski's Dune, mm-hmm. like scenes were adapted into other films. Right.
2: And also how fucking <laughs> battle or, uh, uh, not Battlestar Galactic, sorry. Uh,
1: battle, battle, something Earth or no,
2: no, no, fucking uh, Babylon Five. Babylon Five. How uh, Babylon Five and, and like DS Nine are kind of so yeah. so similar is I'm pretty sure like a lot of the tenants of DS Nine were ripped off from Babylon Five yeah. like wholesale. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't diminish the fact that DS Nine is a superior show and the best yes. Star Trek ever. Yes. But you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I I I I I think I do side with that guy because I pretty sure like they're like well we got this script but you know guys can make it original mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can and have like and have it's s- like still
2: this- still pay him for the story and credit him with story by. yeah you don't have to say the script is by him. you can say the script is by anyone you want yeah people just get ghost written scripts all the time but you have mm-hmm. to pay for that like yeah. come on yeah. come on
1: gotta pay gotta pay pay gotta give money for that honey
2: mm-hmm So uh, another interesting thing about this was uh, it was originally supposed to be a trilogy of films. Oh, really? um, But part two and three were never developed. Mm. Uh, Comic-Con 2006, Devlin stated that he was in early discussions with MGM about finally bringing back the two uh, final parts to screen. Um, The second film... Intended to be set around 12 years after the original, with Jackson making a discovery that leads him back to Earth and the uncovering of a new Stargate. Uh, it would supposedly use a different mythology from the Egyptian one, uh, which was formed, uh, which formed the background for the original film, but the third installment tying these two together to reveal that all mythologies are actually tied together with a common thread that we haven't recognized before.
0: Mm. Which
2: is an interesting idea for a trilogy, I think. Yeah uh devlin stated that he hoped to enlist uh kurt russell and james spader for the sequels the actors reportedly expressed an interest in participating in the project um
0: yeah
1: that would have been fun actually Mm -hmm. i mean we did get you know sg1 sg atlantis sg universe so so i mean like uh, we kind of got them in a way
2: also in i think february or april of last year uh They announced uh, that they will be bringing back Stargate as a whole new series in a whole new franchise. Basically, they haven't announced any specific projects yet. I don't think, but Mm. uh, I don't know. I'd be down for more Stargate material. I like Stargate as a universe. You know, Stargate SG One is better, I think, than Stargate the movie in general. Yeah, Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and then you know, it's funny how the '90s were such a good time for like opening sci-fi movies, opening portals to different places. So um, we had like Deep Space Nine, we no, had, we had uh, Donnie S- Darko, Sliders, true. Sliders was very popular. Uh-huh. Got e- got Star- Stargate SG One.
2: Yeah. What does SG stand for?
1: Stargate. Oh. Suicide Girls. So it's. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's Stargate Stargate One.
1: Yeah, Stargate Stargate One.
2: I don't like that.
1: No, Stargate Suicide Girls one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that a
2: lot better. God, Suicide Girls ruined me, man.
1: Is that is that even still a thing?
2: I'm sure it is. All that old school pornography stuff is still around, mm. like you know, just in different ways. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. To, you know, feel like probably got you know society moved on from it. No. I could be wrong. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't moved on from suicide girls. Yeah, you're still you're still in
2: 2003. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 2000 and late. I, I can't tell. I don't yeah, know. What to 2008
1: say. what time what year was it? I don't remember.
2: Yeah, I'm 2000 and late. Yeah,
1: 2000 and late. 2000 and late. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, so this movie's all right. It's
1: Yeah. It's fine music fucking
2: slaps yeah it is a production it is a very good production mm-hmm. everything still holds up especially for a sci-fi film from the 90s where mm-hmm. a lot of stuff doesn't hold up yeah uh i'd say yeah most of the practical effects the, the, going through the actual stargate didn't look great no uh which you only see twice in the film once in the middle and once at the very end
1: yeah i did like the, like the effect that the water like it looked because like obviously they just Took a cup, swirled the water around, mm-hmm. and then just like put it on its side, and yeah. that was like the effect. And you know, I, I kind of like that kind of stuff because it's kind of how they did like the the transporter effect really in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, like they just had like a a glass filled with glitter. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Swirled Whatever. it around, just put oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's kind of like just weird little old schooly shit like that. And that's cool.
2: Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. If you're looking for just something to throw in the background or a movie that you don't really need to invest in, this is fine. Yeah. It's a bit overlong for a sci-fi action film. Yeah. Uh, some of the scenes drag a little bit. It reminds me in ways, honestly, of like um, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. The second half, mm. not the first half. Mm. Yeah.
1: I do like the mania of, of like the, the Mad Max films, though. It's just like, yeah, it's, it's like they, it's like a it's like a society that's downtrodden and like, you know, and they you know, they 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 build a lot of stuff from existing materials and mm-hmm. stuff like that and but it's also kind of just like insane. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like yeah, just people that are just like suffering. Yeah. yeah big just, time um, suffer. Yeah, big time suffer. big big suffer. Yeah, they're but it, it is it is an interesting that they did develop their own like sort of like the culture evolved, you know, separate from you know um egyptians and in, 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 in our world mm-hmm. and you kind of see how but it didn't go too far it's like it's always fun to see how it how right it's still fr- super primitive yeah and, and even though like yeah it's been year three thousand years like like you know that's when difficulty james Peter has is like the language actually hasn't been spoken out loud mm-hmm. like he he can read it but he can't speak it right and so it's something he has to learn but you know it, I guess we don't really get to know whether we'll see how language has evolved in that time because you know no. vo- language is an ever-evolving thing like, right
2: and interestingly for being a movie about a linguist i feel like this doesn't actually really go into language or linguistics like at all no this is like an interesting thing which makes me wonder why they even made like the main character a linguist other than mm. that like yeah i guess so you can, can interpret understand. the symbol yeah or Whatever, so he can speak to him like he should have maybe been a symbologist or something like that or i don't know like Someone like a like a half Egyptian symbolist. I don't know something. Yeah, like someone who could like speak Egyptian. But
1: like, it is funny as a linguist. Like it initially introduces him. He's like a ancient alien truther. Right. <laughs> it's just like
2: yeah, yeah, right. That's what he's like teaching or giving a lecture on. Yeah. Is yeah, n- which I feel like he's not qualified to do. Be talking about the pyramids because he's not like a fucking archaeologist or like. A,
1: I think he's technically ar- isn't he like an Egyptologist.
2: I think it's just a linguist who like mm. studies Egypt, but like, he's like
1: the full-on Egypt expert.
2: Yeah, but he's a linguist. Yeah, yeah. So he's 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 an ep- expert on their language. Mm. But, I mean, you're yeah, he's a linguist.
1: Is, he is, yeah, he is really good at translating because obviously it showed like he's so much better at translating, which is which makes it funny. Like they just didn't call him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. If He is like the foremost translator of of Egyptian symbols why not get him instead of richard kind who
2: because he has a doctorate
1: yeah richard kind did like a like a like a hack job on that <laughs> he did he just did a fucking google translate <laughs> yeah he's just like in babble fish, and i'm gonna go to the uh coffee machine again <laughs> yep. yeah he's just like he's, he's richard kind's not putting doing anything which is no. yeah i respect that
2: he, I, feel, I mean why would he do anything now especially he's got that uh that fucking clooney money
1: yeah exactly you know and and also, you know, it makes sense that he's just like also like maybe he actually disagrees mm-hmm. with like what the U.S. military is doing, so he was purposely
2: sabotaging. He was purposely yeah. sabotaging. Yeah, you know? yeah, slowing down. That's yeah. that's actually a great protest. Is yeah. like slowing down things mm-hmm. from the inside. Yeah.
1: yeah, like purposely like misleading them, being mm-hmm. like looking at these things that are obviously he like, already start- opened
2: up the gate, and he's like, oh, in oppressed people with resources. <laughs> And he just goes right back and like destroys the <laughs> yeah, seventh stone. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. That would be, that would have been a great like reveal. That would have been amazing. Like Richard Kines actually like really, really cool. Yeah, he's just like he's just like yeah. I saw some people with a with an abundance of natural resources, and I was just like, not today, Satan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like,
2: not like, today, America. Not
0: today. We're not
1: doing that again. Yeah.
0: This is
2: '94. <laughs> we had that three years ago. Yeah,
1: and then he starts sweating when fucking James Spader comes in. He's just like, well, let's see. <laughs> you you Idiots! It's actually at constellations. You didn't see this from the beginning. <laughs> and look at Richard Kind. Like, damn it, fuck.
2: Oh, damn it! Those poor goddamn people. <laughs> those poor
1: people. Oh my god, they're <laughs> gonna get so fucking railed. They should have had it like where it's just like Richard Kind going into James Spader's room at night with a knife, about to kill him. or like or like a syringe full of air. And he's, gonna, <laughs> he's gonna put into his neck, and give, give him a give him a brain hemorrhage.
2: The the, the film just ends with. Uh, <laughs> let <laughs> with <laughs> O'Neill like being like, hey, can we uh, fit an airplane through this thing? Or- <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> hmm. Damn. Oh, they don't have any tall structures. Wait, what? What are Cheney and Bin Laden working on? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Guys, I think we solved it. <laughs> We're gonna put a, throw these planes into a building.
2: Stargate did nine <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. eleven. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That'd
2: yep. Be great. Hell yeah. Well, I think that's a great place as any to leave it.
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: Thanks for hanging with us Soyers. Be well, travel safe, and maybe watch Stargate if you want.
1: Yeah, go watch Stargate. Yeah, why
2: not? Who cares? Yeah. Life yeah. is
1: meaningless. <laughs> Thanks for checking with the Soy Boys, Girls, and Unwieldy Beans. Hang
0: Dong and Shocker!
2: Is right the thing, 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 thing,
0: Step right
2: up, everybody's coming. Everybody's coming, and they're coming real hard! Step right up, everybody's coming! Everybody's coming in Captain Picard!
0: Why are you coming in Captain Picard? Why are you coming
2: in Captain Picard? Why are you coming in Captain Picard? Captain Picard doesn't want your come. Why are you coming in Captain Picard? Why are you coming Captain Picard?